Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Hello and welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple, the podcast that's all about taking the complexity out of real estate investing. I'm your host, Anthony Vecino of Invictus Capital, joined by the one, the only, Dan Monotone Kruger. Yes, so you can start today. You forgot that part. <laughs> Why do we take the complexity out? Oh, so, so that you, you can, can get, get started, started today. today. There it is. Oh, dang, now man. we can continue. I, I, I skipped that. I had a feeling. I, I, so I came into the intro hot. I came with a lot of chutzpah, a lot of fire. Um, and then I realized, okay, we got to tone it back. And I toned it back. I pulled back too far. I overcorrected. And here we are. Um, I'm sorry, everybody. Now the whole episode, we're, we're just going to have to stop. <laughs> well, no, we're going to keep rolling through because we fail our way to success. That is one of my core mantras in my life. I uh, never fail as long as I don't give up. Constant so. string of failure. <laughs> You sound like my dad. Anywho, today. <laughs> today That's next up. Next, next episode, episode, Anthony unpacks his daddy that. issues. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this uh, this episode comes to us courtesy of a call that I had recently with a student. And they were they were they were asking me a question on what I thought about um, how they can get into a GP role as a syndicator on a multifamily uh, syndication. And they were running back and forth on this piece of advice that you hear. I, I, I hear a lot of people give this advice and I don't necessarily agree with it. And I'm going to, or I think we should unpack why. Um, but the, the theory is if you want to st- get in as a GP and you're just starting, you don't have any experience. The best way to do that is to start as an LP to passively invest in somebody else's syndication so that you can peek under the hood, learn the systems a little bit, get ingratiated with those operators, and then maybe go on to become a KP in the future, which is a key principle, means that you're lending your balance sheet and your, your financial strength to the, the GP. And then hopefully someday you can you know leverage that to become like a bona fide member of the general partnership. So what do you think, Dan? We actually didn't talk about this before the show, so I have no idea where you're going to land on this. Uh, I mean, it sounds good, right? It's a good soundbite. I can see why people say it. I can see why people listen to it. It might make sense. Um, I can tell you from personal experience, I did not do that. Um, I was not an LP on a deal until it was our deal that we were syndicating, and I had some LP shares, but I was also the GP. My approach to this, and I think this is one that's probably more in line with what would make sense for a lot of people who are asking this question is start with a small property in your own money, do all the things on a small scale. And then after you've done a couple of deals, go out and raise some capital from investors in a syndication and, and be that GP. Um, you could certainly start in the LP seat. I just don't know if it's really going to accomplish what needs to be accomplished, which is just a massive amount of learning as quick as possible. Now, if you're in there with the right operator and they literally just kind of take you under their wing and, and show you under the hood and, and, and teach you everything, that's great. Um, but by and large, I, my, my gut instinct is that anyone who's looking for that level of education isn't going to find it from like a really big established operator because they're 
probably don't have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. and that's that's my big my big takeaway on this one is because I've, I've seen a lot of people go this route, and then I've been in the game long enough where I can see them going in at the beginning, and then I can touch base with them, you know, multiple months or years afterwards, and say like, how'd that work out for you? And overall, like the feedback that I consistently get is, yeah. I didn't really get as much out of it as I thought I would. And there's a couple of reasons for that. And sometimes it even breeds resentment. Like I've had it, I've, I've seen it where like the, the LP was like, you know, I kind of went into this deal thinking the GP said that they were going to open their doors, show us how the systems work and all this stuff. And that it was going to be, that there was going to be more involved. And ultimately I didn't really feel like I got that out of it. Yeah, I hear that person. all the time. And, and honestly, as like GPs, like, yeah, I can see how that would happen. Like, I don't really encourage anybody to invest into our deal as an LP to then we're going to we're very transparent and we love teaching on this stuff. So mm-hmm. honestly, if you want to just learn how to do it, like watch our videos and like all the content we put out, like yeah. we're pretty much opening our system to you. You don't need to be an LP to, to figure out how we do it. Um, I just feel really bad for people who they're being told, hey, come as an LP into the deal. I'll show you how my system works. And it goes back to something we talked about before, which is always understand what's in it for the other person. Like how is the other person incentivized in this equation? And largely what I find the people giving the advice, Hey, come into a deal as an LP and I'll show you the systems. They're just trying to get you into a deal as an LP. They're just trying to get your money. Yeah. And it might not be that black and white, but by and large, I think that that's pretty accurate the goal for that individual is to get an investor. And if they have to tell you that they're going to train you in uh, to do that, there's you know a handful of people out there that would go ahead and do that um, and not actually train you in. Not, not great. I don't know if that's exactly the thought process they're following, but I'd have to agree with the logic. The yeah, Anthony, that I think that is playing into it quite a bit. Their goal is to get investors, and this is you know, part of their sales processes saying what the, what they think that person wants to hear. So, and I don't think being an LP is going to, uh, inhibit you from being a GP. I don't think it's going to hurt the story. It's just really, it's not the most efficient way to get the outcome that I think a lot of the people who are asking that question are trying to get exactly, which is how can I learn the ropes? You want to be a GP. You got to do the work. And the best way to do that, I think is to go out and get a little property with your own money. Don't raise money from other people. Just do all the things all yourself. It's a lot of work. Probably not going to make that much money. It's going to be really stressful. But after a year or two, you're going to know a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's really no better way to learn that much that quickly than actually doing the thing. Yeah. Um, you're, you're you're trying to accelerate the learning process to get to that end state, that GP, like you're competent, you know what you're doing as an operator state. Uh, the LP, I uh, having having been an LP on deals, I, I do not know what I would learn. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> What I would really realistically have learned from I being an LP than just having jumped into managing my own property. I will say <laughs> this. If you have the intent of being a, a syndicator and being a general partner, there is a ton of value in being an LP in that you get to experience what the LP experience mm. experiences so that yes. you can then provide what it is that they want. Because if you like this happened to us, we do this. We uh, started syndicating deals prior to, you know, investing as LPs. And so we were trying to infer what it is that everyone wants to hear and the cadence they want and the communication style they want. And it would have been extremely valuable if we had just done a quick little market study of being an LP in someone else's deal to figure out, okay, what are they doing that we like? And what are they doing that we don't like? That would have been hugely valuable. So for that little piece of market 
research, I'd say definitely, for, but and, that's and, pretty much it. And interestingly, we do that actually still where we're constantly looking at other, play- on other, people yeah, other players and like getting onto their newsletters and seeing their deal decks and, and looking at like other investment opportunities like Masterworks or VinoVest, like these things that have, they're, they're invested in different alternative assets, right? But understanding how do they do, how do they handle the, the limited partner relationship, communications and experience, all that stuff. I got and 30 that, bottles of wine now. Yeah. And that's, super valuable but that's not why people are generally going into the lp yeah. initially that's not what you're doing like they you're doing it to try gonna... to leverage it into the gp yeah. where it's i i look at it more as like market research yeah refining the systems yeah i think a lot of people are thinking that they're gonna just um you know walk in and almost kind of be like a, a trainee and shadow uh these operators it's just, never gonna it's happen not gonna happen no no. And honestly, like you'd probably be better off just going to them and saying, can I just pay you guys $5,000 for you know, like in for like, train me, teach me. I don't know what that would look like. Maybe an hour of coaching a month. I mean, there's I don't so know. many groups out there that sell educational resources for how to do this. I mean, that's probably a more efficient route. If you want to just pay somebody for an education and you don't want to actually go and do all the things by yourself. Find a good education program. Mm-hmm. Jake and Gina are great. One of the, um, yeah, Jake and Gina, we were not invested with them at all. Um, well, we wrote a book with them and I coach for them. But, yeah, they, um, they provide a good educational resource. One other, so. one other thing I'm going to throw out there real quickly, because this also came up, which is, and we've got two minutes to t- hit this one, is that um, the student was being encouraged to come into somebody else's deal as a KP, um, bringing their balance sheet, their liquidity to like lend strength to the general partnership. Um, and they were like, that's a way for you to get into the GP too. And what I'll say on that is like when you're new and you're getting into deals with other operators who, if they need you as a KP, it implies their financial liquidity situation isn't super strong. So they need you for a reason. And my big concern with being a KP on a deal like that is that your butt is on the hot seat if anything goes wrong, right? And the, the bank is going to come after you. So I don't know if that's like you're getting all the risk and, and some upside, but you're, you're really getting all the risk. So I don't know if that's the best way to jump into a deal either, personally. Yeah, it's, it really depends on the situation. If the person doing it understands the risk they're taking and it's appropriate for what they're trying to do, great. But that uh, that is an interesting first step for somebody who's just starting to get into things, coming in as a KP, that that, that implies that they could probably do more on their own without this other group. Exactly. Kind of exactly. Where goes. I would probably go back to what we said before, just do your own property or find a joint venture partner to go in and do it together yeah. and just do it that way. Joint venture before syndicate, I 100%. think is uh, the message. Yeah. Here today. And you don't have to be alone. <laughs> You've got a partner someone to kind of lean on. Hopefully somebody who's got a little bit of experience or bring something else to the table, something that you think that you're lacking most, whether it's property management or emotional stability side, uh, a life. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, just those, those are great. I forgot about the whole JV thing, but uh, God, I love a good JV. I do too. All right. They just seem so simple compared to syndications. They are way simpler. They can be also really complicated too, but they're, they're generally great. That's another episode. Yep. All right, guys and gals, thank you again for joining us. We appreciate the time out of your day because we know how valuable it is. And so me making this next request, I know it's a big ask because your time is your most precious resource. If you could just please, please, please spend a little bit more of it on us. It would make us feel very special. Do me a favor, go over to iTunes and just leave a review. Our, our marketing guy, Reed, he, he, he really wants you to leave a review. He needs this. So please go leave a review and then say, you're welcome to read. Um, he's going to take it personally. He's going to take it personally if you don't do, if you don't do it. So come on guys, do for it for read. Do it for, do for read. Not for It's us. not for us, but it's also for us. All right. We'll see you in the next episode.
Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.